Oi, 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 oi. Gana beta, kole la podcast go. Wait, what are you Benny? Go are ngamar la kotuma kotolelo. Hello everyone. Welcome back for another story. Listen to another story. So, in this series we're going through some of the language words. And today we're going to start with this word called ngabatika. In Ngalia in our language ngabatika. Ngabati or Ngabatika is a word that carries multiple and many layers of meaning. On the very basic, simple translation, it is revenge. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Ngabati. Ngabatika. But if you delve down deeper, go further on it, there's more to it. Not only is it about revenge, it can be translated also as reciprocity or exchange a return and so all of a sudden you have this word that at a basic level represents violence and pain and hurt and injury when you dig down into it, there's more to it. It's not revenge. It is reciprocity. It is making things right, restoring the balance, ensuring there's an equal exchange. The energies are in harmony. It extends across relationships, relationships with the spiritual world, physical world, relationships between people, and it's actually even a part of our commercial relationships, our trade and exchange. So in other communities, Bidinjara people, 
they use the word ngabadi ngabadi, which is again ngabadi goes the base, but it extends into saying this is a constantly recreating performance, a constant system that recreates itself through exchange, a cycle of giving and receiving. And in that way you start to look at it and go, okay, when we're talking about an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth, the idea of Ngabhidika as revenge, it's about restoring that balance, restoring, restituting the injury. And In that way, it actually forms a central plank of our economy and our trade networks. So the exchange of trade items, which would be possibly seen as gift-giving, and when we bring this into looking at uh, modern mining principles of extractivism, the extraction of minerals often violently from the environment that creates a legacy, that creates a burden and it creates a debt. The debts that's never resolved in this generation but it's actually paid forward into multiple generations, into the future. And that's the nature of our challenge today in this climate change discussion that we're going through. The principles of reciprocity, Ngabadjika, Ngabadji Ngabadji, I think in the Kimberley and uh, parts of Northern Territory, they call it Wunan system or Winan which is that trading and that return and that exchange, these systems have not been adopted, have not been used and have not been deployed so as to strike balance in nature and between nature and man. Just give you an example. There's a ochre mine in the Midwest Yamaji country. This ochre mine is possibly about 20,000 years old. Clearly the oldest mine in Australia. Continuously operating. People still continue to extract resource from that site today. If they can get around the miners who are mining next door. And... When Europeans first went to that site, they found 
artifacts, objects that were left behind. And these artifacts and objects were placed there when people came from throughout the desert to trade with the owners. The owners would mine and they would take the ochre, trade it with their business partners, the visitors, and these business partners and visitors would leave items of value which were then placed back in the land. And in that way, spirit of nature and the spirit of man was in harmony. And the mining, that product was used for ceremonial purposes, uh, used to bring magic, bring prosperity into the lives of the people. But the system was not broken. The system was not burdened by a debt that could not be met. And that's what Ngabadiga means. Ngabadi, Ngabadiga, Ngabadi, Ngabadi, these different terms from different uh, tribal groups. And so today, when we do compensation claims, native title compensation claims, when we're looking at measuring the impact of extractivist activities, whether it's hydrogen, whether it's sunlight, whether it's uh, minerals from the earth, or the labour of people, all of these things need to be done in a manner that balances, that satisfies the debt and obligation, the burden that's placed on you once you shift something from one space, one domain, and use it in another space or another domain. Yeah, so these are some of the uh, learnings and wisdom of my elders. And it's in understanding some of our key words in our language that you understand, begin to understand and gain insight into the manner and the way in which our society represented itself, how it reflected the process of thinking or being or engaging. And I hope by listening to this story, you will start to learn, understand, Gain insight and nindidinap and sit there with wisdom and knowing. 
Joa. Palana tumangana wanga ngalia ngayikuta so I'm saying yes, that's it. This is in my lang Nalia language, the language of my ancestors. And Wangakwari, talking today, Nyondoko, for you. So Nyondoko Kodelko, Manindi Nyanara. So you can hear this, hear it. Listen and be in wisdom. Okay, um, I do have a little language course that I run online, simple basic words in Ngalia. Or, yeah, so I'll put the link in the show notes. Do come across and listen. I'll also put a link on the website at myculturestory.com.au and that's where you can hear the story and follow for more updates. See you later.